Get off my lawn! But first, subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you hit that notification button so that we get to annoy you every time we upload a video. The Magic Dads podcast is now available wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube at the Old Cranky Man Collectibles YouTube channel. Magic Dads is brought to you by Old Cranky Man Collectibles and all of our generous patrons over at patreon.com forward slash MTG Dads podcast. Go check it out for exclusive content and so much more. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Magic Dads podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Blake, and I am joined by... Stefan? I'm your other host. Hi. <laughs> what's on the docket? How, how, well, hold on. How's, sorry, I've jumped the gun. How's it going? I'm, oh, man. I got that high energy right now. I've had probably too much caffeine. What's Not uh, Yes, I'm good. Nice haircut. Oh, yeah. You look a little bit of length. You look nice. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you with your little with your little face. It was time to clean it up, my friend. I don't know. Looks good. Um so (laughs) I don't know if you saw the hilarious video that uh that went up earlier today. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about rule zero. Yeah, a, a lot of people have discussed this. Uh, uh, it's it's a hot topic. <laughs> yeah, even still, Commander is like uh, the most popular play to play ma- the way the blah, blah, blah. the most popular way to play Magic, right? Yeah, the most popular way to play the most popular card game in the world. So by by extension, this is the most popular way to play any game in the world. Right, which is very strange. Yes, um, like it's strange to say out loud that like this one thing is the most popular way to get together and play games together without like a video game controller in your hand. And so, if you were playing the most, I'm sorry, if you were in charge of the most popular game in the world, yeah, how would you go about managing that game? Um. In this case, uh, I would manage it as tight and consistent as possible to alleviate any kind of offloading of any of that onto my players. I would, I would make it as as good as possible for as many people as possible. Yeah, that I mean, that kind of sounds stressful. Like that's a big job, right? It it absolutely would be. I think uh, you you couldn't put a number on that. So it probably wouldn't be a great idea to just put that responsibility on your players would it no so (laughs) what is rule zero exactly then tell me exactly what the clinical definition of rule zero is okay so according to the actual commander and we're talking about rule zero for commander right um is after after defining the rules of the of the format they said rule zero colon these are the official rules of commander Local groups are welcome to modify them as they see fit. If you'd like an exception to these rules, especially in an unfamiliar environment, please get approval. 
And rule zero is there to remind people that rules are not set in stone. They can and should be modified by playgroups and organizers to increase the overall fun of the group <laughs> they want to cultivate. <laughs> do you do you think Dan had fun today? <laughs> uh, yeah. Dan Dan had a lot of fun getting thrown out on his butt. I just want to thank those guys. Uh, those those four guys that were in that video are are four very close friends of ours in our play group, and and uh, we all had a lot of fun making that movie. In all, it was Sean that got it. Out. Yes, it was Sean was Dan. In in all seriousness, um, a rule zero is just completely bonkers to me. It makes very little sense. But so. I, I sort of understand the idea. Yeah. Right? What it? What is the intent? Right. Yeah, and that is to create to to sort of um, give people the ability to modify how they play a game in this like what is effectively a casual format to better serve the group that they're playing it in. Um, the problem with doing that is that everybody's going to interpret that differently, or nobody's going to use it at all. Um, so there are, there are what, what are called command fests happening all over the world. They're happening pretty consistently yep. and it is literally a place where people from all over the country, all over the world, even that come together to play this, this format. And I guarantee you that very few of them are modifying the rules because there's no time. It's, 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 it's a terrifying task. Oh yeah. To have to sit down with a with a group of people, whether you know them or not, even if you do know them, even if you know the people that you are playing with, it is an impossible task to sit down and to get everybody to agree on a rule zero. Mm -hmm. Especially if, imagine you're the one player at the table who wants to play a silver-bordered card. Even if it's like a fine silver-bordered card, right? Like, you have to have that discussion and everybody has to buy in. But then, on top of that, if you are a player at the table who has sat down, shuffled your cards, put down your play mat, gotten everything ready, and your opponent says, hey, I have a deck that has silver word cards, and you don't want to play against that, how awkward is it to say no? Yeah, it, it's a, it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's sort of unfortunate because the only the only space to have this, what is effectively the most important conversation in, in establishing the fun of the of the game, which is sort of a nebulous concept anyway, has to happen in the span of 30 seconds after people have sat down, after people have unloaded all the contents from their bag. And it's going to be very hard to say no, and it's going to be very difficult to, to be the one that wants to break the rules. Yeah, I think one of the worst parts about this is, is that there is a band list that exists. Mm -hmm. There is yeah. a ban list that exists. So uh, on one side, you have this, you have this ban list over here, which, which is a very, it's a very defined thing. This card is banned. This card is banned. This card is banned. This card is banned. You cannot play these in this format. And on the other side, you have this rule zero that says you can change and modify the rules in any way that you want. And so this, the term, the spirit of the format comes up a whole lot when you hear the CAG talking about bans. So we're banning this card because we think that it goes against the spirit of the format. Yeah. Or it creates unfun play patterns. So first question is, why does the ban list even exist if you leave it up to the players to figure out what they want to play with? Yeah, because there's no consistency. 
And they regularly say that they ban cards that are against the spirit of the format. And as an example of a style of card that should not be played in Commander. So they're, they're acknowledging that there are other cards that should that, that follow suit that are in that line that probably shouldn't be played for fun. So why don't we ban those two and stop beating around the bush? I think the real answer is that if they did that, they would ban a lot of cards. It would, the, the ban list would swell to an, an enormous amount and it would make a lot of people very unhappy. Mm, seems like somebody didn't have a whole lot of foresight a long time ago. And instead of, instead of using their control over the format to control the format, they just let it get out of control. Yeah, they let it they let it get out of control and, and now they're at the point where is there any going back no <laughs> without without wizards of the coast themselves coming in and wresting control of this format from the commander rules group wait you mean you mean to tell me that the people that make this game for the people that play this game don't actually get to decide what happens in the most popular way to play said game uh, that is correct. That is a correct statement that you've made. If if I had hair, I would pull all of it out right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and you've got people who are who play who play this format who are literalists about the rules, and I don't blame them. I I mean I consider myself a literalist, so um, I, I like to play CEDH because I think that because I think that CEDH has the the most clearly defined rules. We use the ban list. Everybody's trying to win the game. Um, and you know, that, that is basically where I'm at with that. Uh, so, uh, it is much easier to just take the rules that they have, that they have made and set aside rule zero as if that does not exist and play the game using the rules that they have made. Fully agreed. Because if that is, if that is your, if the, your intent is to play this format, that is the easiest and most effective way to play it. <clears throat> it does it does create an issue where there is a uh, a not insignificant lopsidedness to specific cards in regards to power level um, and win condition, and it does lower the overall number of playable cards in the format. That being said, is that such a bad thing? It's it's not necessarily about, you know, being able to do something weird and that, um, you know, I don't have enough space to be creative. It's just that um, Magic is a game that I play to win. And once again, there is a set of rules that is clearly defined and I will find the, I will find the best way to win within those rules. Exactly. And unfortunately for commander as a as a quote casual non-competitive some people have said although that that label seems to change not infrequently um the actual building blocks the dna of the game the heart of the game is a competitive game it's yep. a game where the cards are designed to kill your opponent as quickly and efficiently as possible and we've we have taken these these building blocks and we've made an imperfect format out of them because the building blocks weren't designed to function there and un and weirdly the cards that 
then have been designed for this format have a lot of times inadvertently broken <laughs> the not the competitive yeah. formats. It, it's look, back and forth. look, I love a weird game of Commander. Oh yeah, I I love a weird game of Commander, but trying to sit down with people that are that are playing non-competitive commander and decide what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and have this rule zero conversation and then proceed to play the game um, with my own with my own consciousness you know in mind of you know how how I view power yeah and to still have other people, think that what I'm doing is too powerful, even though to me, I'm, I'm probably doing like the most inefficient thing that I can possibly do. Yeah. It's just unsettling. It's, it creates a negative play experience for you too, right? Uh, Another thing is, is that uh, a lot of times um, people just choose to not participate in the rule zero conversation and they just go, it seems good. Because the first time that I sit down at a commander table with anybody, it doesn't matter if I've played with them every week um, for the last several years, or if it's the first time that I that I sit down and play with them, is I say, um, so let's have a rule zero conversation. And I will tell you that nine times out of 10, most people just go, eh, everything's fine. I have no preference, but they do. They just don't want to say it. Exactly. Or they don't understand what their preference is and they're not able Correct. to they're not able to articulate that into words. There there is an additional problem that I have with the rule zero conversation. And that is that there is an expectation that people bring multiple commander decks with them to play the game. And that basically necessitates people spending a lot of money yep. on what is supposed to be a casual fun format. Yep. I don't know how many people are carrying around thousands of dollars yep. in their magic guards yep. just so that they have the correct power level or the correct play experience for the play group because the commander rules committee won't make the decision on what they believe is the correct power level and correct play experience the the best thing that ever happened to me for as far as commander was concerned was finally locking in a play group oh yeah locking in a play group of like-minded individuals and 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 but that but then that's you're basically saying this is the people that i like playing with but then all of this this uh attempt by Wizards of the Coast to expand these groups by command fests sort of rules you out, right? Like you don't want to go to those things. Why would you want to go to those things? Uh, I would go as long as my friends are with me. <laughs> but that, what that means is you just play, you paid a bunch of money to play the different table. It's you're not wrong, but it's also an experience kind of thing. <laughs> I agree, but the, the right. It, uh, rule zero is just such a cop out. I, I can't stand it. It's an offloading of the responsibility of a managing body to the play group, to the people, um, because they don't want to take responsibility. And I, I know it's easy for me to say, it's easy for me to say as a player. Uh, I, we've, we have said, more. we have said this before, um, and, and probably will say it many, many more times, but I am not qualified and do not no. want to be in charge of anything. 
I prefer not to. I've I have a family and that's it. This is this is simply a consumer and player perspective. I would just prefer to have consistency in the rules of in the rules of the format. And it's sort of the reason that I've stopped playing Commander in general. Um, the only the only style of Commander that really interests me at this point is the the popper EDH group because the rules are so good and so well defined and like ironically the power level is so consistent and even with a ban list of twos of cards yeah two cards banned yep. in the entire format and I'd, i agree with both of them i do i do love popper commander yeah if if i was going to play any game of commander it would be that or pre-cons versus pre-cons <laughs> Because those tend to be, like, the power level tends to be fairly consistent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But then, but then that's like, again, I'm limiting myself on what I can play, but I could just choose to not. Unfortunately. Yep. Uh, and and I do th- I do think that you're in the mini- the minority there, but uh, I think a lot of people the people that they play with the only format that those people play is Commander, and they've never really thought about playing anything else. Which is so strange to me. Yeah, it does seem like a very foreign concept, but I think it is reality. Yeah, and and so the the question now is how how would you go about fixing this, Blake? Like, what would you do if you are in the rules committee? What changes do you make? I already said I don't want to do this. Why are you putting me on the spot? I'm, all right, so I'm not asking you to, to, to name and shame cards, but I'm asking what changes you would make to how the how the format is managed. Like step one, obviously, removing what is effectively the rule zero conversation. You can say that you're willing, you're you're free to make changes, but. Uh, but in, in so doing, you are deviating what we believe to be the most fun way to play the format. I kind of outright. I kind of like that take, actually. Like, rule zero if you want to, but you're not playing commander anymore. You're basically going off-road, right? We've made the road for you. It is a nice, even playing field. Um, but but go off-road at your own risk. I do, I do like that. Um, the other way that we do it is um, by either eliminating the ban list entirely. I, I think that's a good move. That's what I was going to say is like, there, there are some cards that are absolutely need to be banned hundred percent cards, like cards, like Moxin, cards, like ancestral recall. Yeah. Those cards, those, yeah, Caracas, those cards are most certainly against the spirit of the format and, and will give players that have those cards a, a very, very huge advantage in their deck. Yeah, um, but like the idea of removing the ban list most almost entirely sounds so much more appealing to me than trying to figure out what cards are against the spirit of the format and and how, how many different iterations of that card, you know, like a similar card to that one can. No. Yeah, and- I'm, I'm having a hard time even articulating what I'm trying to say. I don't even want to try to 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 piece the format apart like that no it would be easier to identify what we see as unfun cards uh or unfun things that cards can do which i believe are as follows and <laughs> of oh i listen i have a treatise built upon this. <laughs> so there, there's get it a couple of different cards that i find to be unfun or creating unfair advantages in a game 
One of those is incredibly fast mana acceleration. We can agree on that. So Black Lotus, Moxon, Soul Ring, I know. Everybody loves Soul Ring. It's Absolutely not. Unfun card. Absolutely oh, not. Get it out of here. Absolutely not. Those cards should be legal. Yeah. Right. So we've identified that those cards are bad and should go. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. The next cards, <laughs> the next cards that violate what I believe to be the spirit of the format are powerful, cheap tutor effects. The spirit of Commander to me is the inconsistency created by a hundred card singleton. Yep. And the goofiness, the silliness that that creates. Yep. So you remove Demonic Tutor, you remove Vampiric Tutor, and you remove basically any any kind of tutor that says tutor in the name. Um, I'm comfortable just removing them all. Now, there are ways to find like basic lands. I'm comfortable leaving those in. But any of the powerful ones, and don't be it, don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. When I say powerful tutors, it's the ones, it's the ones that are messed up. <laughs> don't play those cards because you're ruin you're basically removing and it's basically like 10 or so. Yeah, um, sounds about right. And then there's sort of the uh the lopsidedness that comes with starting with 40 life creates um and that's sort of secluded to a couple of cards like um uh I I think uh Adamantium uh Grizzlebrand and Yogmoth Bard. Sure. One of these two of these cards are already banned. One probably also needs to go, um, and I and I agree because it's the the forty starting life is just sort of and uh, when you turn that into card advantage, it creates lopsided games that I'm comfortable with not having them. That being said, there are a lot of mana and having Grizzlebrand in command zone is kind of whatever. So that's sort of like the the third part is where the life total creates an unfair advantage. Um, and the final one are cards that are sort of unbalanced based on power level. And this is stuff that's generally just under costed cards that is isolated to like ancestor recall, time walk, stuff like that. You, again, you know it when you see it, but everything else, basically everything else can kind of just come off pretty easily. And, and you're going to make people more excited to play the format. And if people don't like playing against those cards, they're going to know that they're in the format and they listen there are a lot of cards i don't like playing against right um and i played in a lot of formats the the cool thing about eliminating tutors is your odds of running into those cards diminish precipitously that's true so that's sort of my like you can play this card because you can't play this other card that will find it that'll effectively create the second or third or fourth copy of it in your deck Oh, wow, man, you really, you really did a good job of putting that in the box. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you with your Doritos bold take. Uh, I, I've had a lot of time to think about this and think about somebody. Somebody should put you in charge. I wouldn't take the job. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I think that is all time that we have for today unless you have anything else you want to add no, that was pretty much it thanks for letting me go off blake oh hey man you know <laughs> you're the you're the you're the star it's our show we can do whatever we want hell yeah brother <laughs> yeah
Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in for Magic Dads. And I just want to remind you that we're proud of you. Hey, thanks, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye.